KDUS AM 1060 Tempe Phoenix and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale Phoenix is brought to you by AC by J Heating, Cooling, Plumbing and Drains. This program is paid for by Good Vibes Media. Coming to you from a wrong turn off Route 66. Somewhere in the Sonoran Desert, it's James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks. Good evening, Phoenix and friends. How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? James Out West on this August 8th, 2022, in the studio again, back-to-back weeks. That's a, that's a feat in itself right now. We have Ryan Rooks in the house. we got Pat Stack. we got Aaron on the side of the board. We have the Diamondbacks playing the Pittsburgh Pirates, and this will be the one and only time we mention it. How was your weekend, my brother? Yeah, zero zero. We don't need to talk about it. Um, it was great. Uh, you know, got through uh, a little bit of a sickness. Got through it, but uh, yeah, it, it was it's it's all good things, man. You, you got to live your life, right? Did you watch any of the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I know we had a Brian Young great gave a great speech. Um, also included his son that passed away, so uh, there was a little bit to it, but not as much because of the structure of the way they did it. I mean, I feel like if you want to label a Hall of Fame class weak. <laughs> This would be that, but uh, Chris Berman, the master ceremonies, still has his fastball. Uh, he was pretty good. Um, it was interesting just kind of watching who they, you know, who they brought out. Like the first official, Art McNally, inducted yeah. in the Hall of Fame, fifty yeah. years of service. I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of like Sam Mills is in. There's a lot of guys at linebacker that aren't in yet that he got in beforehand. So you know, there's. It was kind of lackluster. Dick Vermeil. I mean, he. Okay. Tony Baselli, I mean that's fringe. It's just Tony Baselli's fringe Hall of Fame. It's not, in my opinion, it's not the exciting. It's just like when you when you have a bunch of offensive or defensive linemen going in, and instead of special positions where you have a DB, you know, you have a quarterback, you have somebody who's a safety, Ed Reed, going into you know next year. I think I believe next year. Um, no, Ed Ed Reed's not on the on the first year. No. No, next year's first year list real quick. So we can get into kind of of the top guys of next year's list. Ed Reed's probably the year after because you've got well, first off Ed Reed's already in. So I don't know what we're Oh, even excuse, talking no, about. no, no, no. I was talking about the, the as far as like who absolutely is exciting to hear oh, about. Oh, yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's like Tom Brady said the only person that ever scared him was Ed Reed. So right. like that type of, of where I'm yeah, there just from. wasn't those guys. They just this year didn't have those guys. They could have. Yeah. There's some guys that are left off the list. So a lot of respect. Yes, a hundred percent. But they're not. I would fair. I think it's safe to say that the ratings were good because it's the NFL. I mean, the preseason game, the Hall of Fame preseason game, got five point six million views. Yeah, I mean five point six, five point six million. To, right? That's more than the World Series, and this is the Hall of Fame preseason game. That's how much football is king. That's how much everybody <laughs> misses football, and how yes. excited everybody. You yes. know how excited I am, not only for fantasy football, but just for football in general, and to be able to talk, look, see, like go through everything of this. This is gonna be so much fun. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm very excited. Real quick, so to kind of cap off here, the Hall of Fame talk. It was an incredible weekend. The weather held up, besides the 30-minute delay for lightning. The game was tremendous <laughs> on Thursday. Um, real quick, betting-wise, the over-under was like 30-and-a-half. It hit the over. It hit the over in the first half as well. Raiders covered. So for all of those things, because right now those were the only things you could parlay together. It was like plus 236. That's your baseball. But, but yep. it, did, it did happen. They are playing. They're out there getting it done. What They ran Josh Jacobs out there for like the first – 
first quarter and part of the second quarter. And they said they're not trying to trade him, but, you know, he was getting some reps versus, you know, Derek Carr was standing on the sidelines. It was Josh McDaniel's first time as the Raiders head coach rolling his team out there in the high school stadium that he played in growing up. So that's a home game for the guy. So to think that he wasn't going to cover and they weren't going to win, it was almost a lock. Real quick, to cap off the Hall of Fame, for next year, real quick early on, these are kind of the guys. James Harrison, this will be his first time being on the ballot. Dwight Freeney, Darrell Revis, Joe Thomas. I think all of those guys, you could say Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, all four of them. Yeah. And first ballot. Maybe not James Harrison, maybe not, but Dwight Freeney 100% is, Daryl Revis is, Joe Thomas is. Cam Chancellor, he's a first-timer on that list, and no. so is Chris Johnson. CJ, CJ2K is not in the Hall of Fame. He was a very good running back, but he's not in the Hall of Fame, bro. Yeah, I don't no. think he, as a first-timer he's not getting in, especially when there's other running backs and yeah, other people not, no. backlogged. Yeah. There's Correct. There's, there's just too much in front, and it's, it's, that's where it's hard to be. You don't want to be disrespectful, but you want to be respectful in the way of – you had an amazing career. Hall of Fame is next level career. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has to respect that, and it's earned. Mm-hmm. So you know what? If you have to take a year off because you didn't get in, it's earned. But if you get in, you're in, you're in. It doesn't matter it's if it's first. There's nothing right? that says so. You know first what? ballot versus not being first ballot. Once you're in, you're in. You have a number. You have a number. You have a bust. You have a bust. And you know how much Pete Rose would not only pay but would do to just be in the Hall of Fame. Well, I don't want to bet on that, but <laughs> but what I'm saying is to these people who, if you're not first ballot, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's, it's respect that's given in a well, certain way, and we have and to. Let's talk about who's voting. <laughs> okay, let's start there. Let's start there. Let's okay. So, we... if you want to talk about that, we also have to look at the the hands that it's in. And I understand writers to an extent, but we give them way too much powder or powder. Yeah, powder too. Power, powder, whichever. What doesn't matter. Please we give them careful. too much. We, yeah, we do not want to go into that route, but it is a lot of of white power. Like, like <laughs> it really is. There's a lot of the owners that that it just. It, well, it's, it's a, a different world that we live in, and the way that people look at it, even voting, especially with baseball, but with football as well. So it's, it's historically, it's the writers. These writers are, have been a, yes. around for a very long time. Most of them get it, but some of them don't. Whether it was that guy treated me poorly, or I didn't like his attitude, that shouldn't okay. play in as a factor. But it does. There's no way you can tell me it doesn't, because T.O. would have been a first ballot. There's no way to tell me that he's not a first ballot, but because. He was a jerk to the media, yep. and they didn't like yep. him. They punished him, quote-unquote, and what did he do? He punished him back because when he got in, he didn't go to the Hall of Fame. He did it from his alma mater. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it is going to be what it is, and everybody's going to have their opinion, and we all have to understand that, and that's fair. It, the reason why we have it that way is to make it so it's not just in one person's opinion. Honestly, even with what's going on with the whole Deshaun Watson and now actually – Goodell giving up a little bit of power and saying, I'm "Oh, not. we're going to get into that." He did not yes. give up any power. He just got to put. Uh, okay, he so just got to. Oh, come get on, you. bro! I, knew I was going to get you. Okay, so let's but, not go but, to that. But yet. with that, it, it is. I understand why they say, they have people vote and they make it a vote, but it it's, be a- it's not a vote when you you control who votes. Yeah. That's the problem. Well, and they're in a room and they talk about it, so it's not just like a yes or no. They get into a room when Correct. it's when it comes but down it, to it. But a I think players should have. Committee. I think the players should have more of a a, a say in this, especially and when coaches. we're talking about the decades of guys that are on their almost not being able to be on again until they're seniors. So, like a Clay Matthews senior 
who played 14, 17 seasons in the NFL. He's got a ton. I mean, he's got a lot of stats that guys that are in the hall don't have, and he's not in yet. Mm-hmm. Those guys should have a there needs to be more people in there that has a voice maybe some of the hall of famers that they played against in that era can go of this group like who do you see and they would it'd be easy to point out it's that guy that guy right there should be in the hall of fame when you have their peers saying that that holds more weight than some writer in my opinion because he played with them or a coach they're with them every day they see it on that that should be something better than you know stuffy Stuffy writers that have been around for a long time that maybe are curmudgeoned. How many of them have lost their weight? Seriously, how many of them have lost their you old man lost their ability to be critical thinkers when it comes to that because they're so jaded of the years and years and years of, of doing the job? Yes, I can see how that could be a problem. Yes, and when they wrote this article and then they're they couldn't get that article approved, but they had all of this information about this one player. I had all this information about you, James, and I could not publish it. Yeah, now I'm a little bit more critical about you. So when I go to it, like, think about that. Mm-hmm. If, if everything you're saying, if you do that to where it's a 10-year rotation, let's say. That'd be fantastic. That 10-year of anybody who got voted into the, the NFL Hall of Fame gets to vote for the next year's. And you know what? Maybe they do. I don't know. That's probably something we should have looked up before we started having this conversation. <laughs> but, so if they do that, fantastic. If you do, congratulations. Hey, either right. way, if not, hey, maybe look hey, into it. Maybe look into you, it. If you're in the Hall of Fame, you've deserved it. And congratulations to this round. Like, I know it's not a shining star, but still all Hall of Fame. Okay, so before okay, we get so, into Sean Watson, before we get into that, let's talk about another suspension oh, in the NFL. Okay. So last week, right after we were on, maybe two days after we were on, um, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, Stephen Ross, was suspended six games, fined $1.5 million for tampering. But he was tampering with Tom Brady when, he was, a, when he was a member of the New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So let me ask you, he's an active player still in the league. How is he not being investigated for tampering as well, and how is he not being suspended? If it's the same thing, yes. They suspended him for Deflategate, whatever. But I'm asking, in the eyes of this, you suspended the owner for it, but he was actively doing it with a player who is still in the league. So the, How is that not even being brought up? It's not even being brought up. I haven't heard it on any of the talking head shows. I haven't heard, I haven't heard anybody say it. Okay, so here's my, my interpretation because this is they, they were out on a boat as far as I understand it. So if, if you invite me. Are you telling me international waters? Are, are you going to throw that at me? It's maritime law, and it's Tom Brady law. Okay, Stephen Ross still got. If you invite me out on the boat and I happen to show up, whatever conversations are on you, that is no longer on me because I'm on your boat. I'm here as a guest. I don't think that's that's how that works. Maybe oh, it absolutely isn't how it works. <laughs> you're saying that's what happened, <laughs> but out in maritime, that's not like, what happened. That's that can't be how this off, works. If you're off U.S., like I mean, they lost a first round draft pick as well. That's they, uh, that's uh, that's kind of a hefty fine in this. Not 1.5 million I'm is not, not to see this Ross. Right, and I'm completely in the joking. six games of this not being able insane. to sit in a suite. Tom Brady does this. Tom Brady works. Tom I'm just Brady saying, magic. let's let's show some consistency because when we're going to start looking at optics here, <laughs> we're going to start talking about optics because optics are going to be a big thing because that's why this is happening in the first place is because of optics. The Deshaun Watson situation. Our logistics about all of this and the optics that you're saying and our what we're about to get into and through so many things besides Tom Brady is going to be so interesting. So we're going to cover the majority of this on the other side, but what we're going to do real quick, let me just get into this. Because that way you can't have a rebuttal until after the break. Okay. 
they're going to go from a third-party independent arbitrator who's a judge, who her job is to listen to both sides of a, a case for 35 years in a federal setting and then determine, based on that and the law, what the punishment, if there's any, should be given. They said, no, nah, we don't like that. We're going to go with the guy, Peter Harvey, who's been working with the NFL since 2014. He's a prosecutor, so his job is to prosecute. And he specializes in sexual assault. So for this to go from an unbiased situation to a very biased situation is going to be very interesting because guess what? The NFL is going to get what the NFL want, 100%. What I said they were going to do and you said it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but now it's going to go to court and we'll get into that on the other side. You're listening to KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eisen, James Out West, Ryan Rooks, Pat Stack Guy, and on the other side, see ya. Every Monday night, check out Ray Adams as he hosts the Monday Night Golf and Lifestyle Show from 6 to 7 p.m. here on KDUS AM 1060. Welcome back to James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you, CJ, as always, James Out West on this Monday in the desert sun's going down a little overcast it was only like 102 today so it wasn't too terrible we've been getting some good monsoons this season so yeah I absolutely can't, i can't complain it got uh, all the overgrown bushes got to do the extra work but uh yeah this is it's hot it so, absolutely is and you know where also it's hot in the nfl <laughs> in the media side so, of the nfl it is hot right now can you please recap what you were talking about so i can actually say what i want to say sure so basically, the NFL is going to get what they want as far as in the beginning procedure because they're going to. It's not Goodell, but he's having his little henchman do it. Who is, by the, the way, Sean there's Watson. a lot of information. Yeah, a lot of information on how this guy, this guy Peter Harvey, helped write the conduct policy that's currently in state that's st- instant that is currently in state of the NFL. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he was he was also a part of the disciplinary actions with Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. He believed the accuser in the Ezekiel Elliott case based on the fact that she had been with him early in the day. That was simply what he said. Well, you're with her early in the day. Now there's these pictures, six games. But based on their policy, they, she could only give him six games to begin with. Sue L. Robinson said in her statement essentially that he should deserve more. But based on your policy and the precedence that in which you set, this is as much as we can give him because you didn't give the players ample time to get used to a larger suspension. Pretty much, yeah. You, pretty much, you guys need to do better as the NFL and yeah. suspending these guys the correct way. And this guy deserves more. But based off of what your precedence is in the past, absolutely, I cannot give this guy more. Now the NFL, which I told you was going to fight Which this. Which is wild. It's such a I bad I told look you because you said that this is the first time that this woman arbitrator is going to be in here and that this was Why would she want to do this again? Why would she want to do this again but if you're just going to overrule correct. what she Why said? Why do you think they someone? applied it now to somebody else? Um, they're fighting it because of the public. It's not... They could care less, to be honest. I honestly think it's more of a public view. It's all no, it's 100%. It's That's why I said optics. Nobody, yes. It's nobody. 100% optics. It's going to get a lot worse, though. It's go- If they just would have let, sl- let it sit and said, yes, we agree with it, they'll be mad at Sue Robinson. The NFL can go, hey, you know, we're trying to do the best thing in between. Yep. You know, we'll see what this 
looks like the next time down the road. And they could have washed their hands of it, and the next thing would have come up in training camp and the Hall of Fame, and people would have forgotten about it, and we'd be talking about football. But now what's going to happen is they're going to rule he's probably suspended indefinitely, and we want a $10 million fine, and he needs treatment, and he's got to do this and that. And we're going to keep talking about it in this And then they're going to sue. Yes. And then the NFL is going to have to keep dealing with this. The best thing they could have done is just said, hey, honestly, we're disappointed, but we want to move forward with this because yep. it's not going to be a difference between six and eight games, which were probably maybe even nine games. Let's even say 10 to push it to the limit. Not going to happen. So let's no. just move forward so we're not talking about this for the next, what, 14 weeks now? Um, yeah, it, it's a stupid so let's, move. So let's play this out but real quick. But they did it. Let's play this out real quick. <laughs> For uh, the, the this gentleman Peter Harvey, okay. I almost called him Par Har- Paul Harvey. The other side, you know, and the rest of the story. Um, Peter Harvey says it's a year or it's indefinite. Okay. The NFLPA is going to say happen. we accept it. No, no. we're going to we'll see you in court. Yep, file an injunction. Yep, he plays. So the worst case scenario for the NFL happens because yeah. he plays week one. And people talking about, well, his contract next year, if he's suspended next year, it's $43 million. These contracts are fugazi. They could rip him up. He can go, okay, we're just going to sign you to another year extension, and we're going to defer half the money. They can rewrite these contracts. What says that he signed a five-year contract this year that he can't redo one next year? He just redid a contract that he well, just did I, a year think, before in Houston. I think that's part of it with the public, too, like why his punishment might be considered too light. Like the way his contract is structured, those six games, he's fine like – but a question is, yeah, he, so he's he's losing money that way, and they're so worried about how much money he's losing. He Didn't he just settle with all these women? He's paid a lot of money. All of a sudden, now he's got to pay somebody else. He's paying the people that this happened to. Now he has to give the NFL their money, too? What are they, the IRS? The only hey, you way, win $1.1 billion in the yeah. Mega Millions, but you're taking home $387 million. We get the rest, dog. settled very, very quickly, I bet you, because both sides are going to realize this is a nightmare. You're not going to put him on the NFL exempt list, right? Or the, no, he the should have done that. Which they should have done, but they didn't Last do it. So year. now you can't do it anymore. Or, well, you can, but you're it's a PR nightmare. And with what they're saying as far as with trying to go back, they're already hurting themselves. They're reaching for one or two games, which is not going to happen. Like, this is... A, a joke. It really it, it makes the NFL look really bad. And Roger Goodell is on the hot seat again. I honestly think. Uh, well, no, he's meant to take these bullets. Look, the the owners. He want, has to. He's be the shield. He is the shield. Watch what happens. Okay? He's fine though. Like, hmm? did Deshaun get? Fined? No, she like, did not I give think, him a fine. I think if there was like a monetary, but, but penalty, there was a, a monetary one, penalty. Like, he I'm paid it to those women. It, it, yes, there is. A so fine so why is it that he has to pay the NFL too? And he's also per game. He's not. So, yeah, there's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he didn't pay this. anybody anything and he was just, you know, I'm just, I'm didn't just lose any why, money. Why, why it feels light to some but, people. But I'm not trying to so say So those people way. aren't taking the month, they, the undisclosed amount. What if we found out that he paid out $30 million to these women? Right, is so everybody getting over it? How much is he making next year? $1 million. No, but the year after that. Like 43. I mean. Yeah. But was so he criminally it feel, charged? It just feels light in comparison. But was he criminally, did he criminally do anything wrong? I I hate to say it in the way of, like, he's in the right. He's not in the right. It's not a good person to, for what he did. At the same point, is he criminally wrong? This and is going to be, it's going to get. This is millions of dollars look, we're talking about. We're not just talking they about want a like heavy some fine. small stuff. And I can't imagine him going, yeah, I'll, I'll accept 10 or 12 games. Right, but his, I can't con- imagine his contract him saying is that. unusual. Like the way they structured it, right? It's unusual. Oh, every contract's unusual these days. 
So yeah. it, it, it's kind of they just you know, they just redid they just loophole, did redid like, Denzel Ward's and his base salary this year is one million dollars. So it's a loophole for Deshaun to spend less mo- money to lose basically. less money. You yeah. know who taught him that? Tom Brady. Because that's what happened with Deflategate. They reworked his contract so he had a million dollar base salary and he and lo- only lost two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Just take a yep. It's they figured out how to paid. manipulate the salary cap with cash over cap, and we're kind of getting deep into the ba- you know inside the into the weeds when it comes to the uh, salary cap talk. But essentially, they can make it if your owner has enough money, enough cash. Like this isn't their only job, so the Bengals are out, obviously. But like basically everybody else, where this is like their like their their pet project, their side project is owning a team. Those guys have so much money that they can afford to do these types of things where they can give these big guarantees and have a lower salary cap, you know, and manipulate the cap to push it down the road like Kansas City, like Tampa Bay, like uh, New England did for all those years. They just get a smart enough group of people in the front office to learn how to kick the can down the road because guess what? That road is never going to end. <laughs> the NFL road is never going to end. And if it does, we're all screwed. If so, there's no more football, okay. the league's done, the world's done. So that that's only going to continue to move on. The money's only going to become more and more and more. We see what's happening. Record TV deals with the NFL. Direct TV, this is their last year of having Sunday ticket. That's right, they still have Sunday ticket this year. This will be their last season of them having Sunday ticket. Next year, it's going to be available, whether it's Amazon, whether it's uh, Apple TV, whether it's Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, whether it's you know NFL Plus, actually, it could be their app. Maybe they get it. Under wraps where they're, they're just going to, we'll take it all. We'll take all the advertising money and we'll do it ourselves. This will continue to move on and the money will continue to grow and grow. So Deshaun's contract of $43 million three years from now is going to look, it's going to be the seventh highest in the league. He's going to go from number one, according to number one. I still think Pat Mahomes' 10 year $450 million is more than his yeah. 230 Is Pat not going to make all that money? Yeah, he's going to play all 10 years. He's going to make all that money. Right. That's more money. That's more money than $230 million guaranteed. He's going to get 450 over 10 years. So, okay, before we spend this entire segment on Cleveland, let's just knock Cleveland out. We're not. This is about the NFL. No, it's, it's fine. Um, he could play for the Atlanta so, Falcons, yes, bro. We'd still be talking okay. about it. Well, first, okay, a couple things. Kareem Hunt is asking for a trade, which isn't going to happen. They already told him no. Correct. Um, you also sent me a text, which I think is hilarious to our group, that the highest attendance percentage is the Browns at 99.2. On the road and at home, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's that's impressive. We're diehards. Um, which, for being terrible for 20 years? Correct. Minus the one Baker year? Shout the out second Baker. is uh, the, the New England Patriots at 98.5, and then the Rams, which I was really surprised with, at 98.1. I believe this was just for last. Last year is that correct? I don't know. Whatever that thing says, if it doesn't say it, okay. I can't it imagine has it to being be recent. I was with gonna the, say it can't Rams be and the Dolphins on there. It right, has yeah. to be recent. that has but, to be okay. So then, the last thing I do want to say that has anything to do with Cleveland. <laughs> okay, I told you Baker is going to be the number one QB. Yeah, he is, and he's going to start for Carolina. He probably will start for Week One. I don't believe the idea of them shopping uh, Sam Darnold. That just doesn't make any sense. They're going to keep a hold of him. Baker's not making a lot of money. And who else is getting shopped to Cleveland? Who? Have you heard about this? Who? With Jimmy now in the talks? Jimmy Garoppolo, the only way he'd be traded to Cleveland is if is if Deshaun's not playing the entire year. That's the only way. If Deshaun doesn't play this season, then maybe they make a move for Jimmy G. They wait for him to get cut, right. and they sign him there, and they take the six weeks or the four weeks and let Jacoby. They're, they're set with Jacoby. Yeah. yeah, and let Jacoby so run that until Jimmy's at? ready. We have a ton you. of money. Okay. I say we like I'm a part of the front office. They have a ton of money. (laughs) It's not my money. They have a ton of money to spend. 
So you have twenty four million dollars, or you could even make a deal and twenty million. At no, least. we don't need to. Tra- we don't need to trade for him. He's gonna get cut. They're not gonna hold on to him. But he's gonna get to, cut. So you're gonna, you're gonna sign him. Small. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make seven million dollars. Okay, that's where his market is: seven to ten million dollars for one season. Well, yeah, and we're Show me that him. he can do it. Yeah. And if he can do it, the next year he'll go somewhere and make a ton of money. Whether it is a no, Seattle, I don't know. If he kill, if he went to Cleveland and played this whole year and killed it. You don't think he would go get paid somewhere? If he got Quarterbacks the, if are too. He got, if he teams got are too desperate. Teams Deshaun, are too desperate. If Deshaun comes back, if Deshaun comes back, he's not going to sign there, bro. No, correct. But if Deshaun comes back in week ten, week twelve, or even going into the playoffs, you're not going to play Deshaun. You're you're then Jimmy's losing out. No, like I hear you. I, I, what I'm saying is, I think if they do a twelve, if they come back with a twelve game suspension, they're not accepting it. I don't see them accepting yes. anything. Now, if they go to eight games then, and they do a ten so million dollar, Jimmy's. So what you're saying is Jimmy's not going to Cleveland unless unless Deshaun decides they accept the one year. They accept it just to get it over with. If the team says we're just going to shut you down for this season, let's just get it over with and behind us. Then yeah. But if they're not looking to do that, which would take a lot of you guys have a lot of that's issues there, there's a lot of drama there right now. It's kind of tough. It I really feel is. like what sucks is I feel like it, it was ten years ago, but the drama ten years ago was just because we stunk so bad. But two years ago, a year and a half ago, you guys were on the up Dude, and up. Twenty one, twenty one months. Now it's just it. like you guys have a nineteen team, nineteen months man. ago. Nineteen months ago, we won a playoff just, game against our rivals in their building, and you still are having. And issues. they said, it's, "Bah." We're going to blow it maybe, up. We're going to move on. Maybe look at the inner Speaking office. of moving on, we'll get into training camp on the other side of the break. You're listening to KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix on this beautiful Monday evening. Ryan in the house, Pat in the house, Aaron in the house. We'll get to more football on the other side. See ya. Welcome back to James Out West, featuring Ryan Brooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on the other side of the break. James Out West, Ryan Brooks. We were getting a little heated talking a little about everything that's going on. You know, like we say, all roads do lead back to Cleveland. But we basically have touched all the points that we probably need to touch there. So we're going to move around the league now. We do have preseason games this week. We do have storylines, whether it's fantasy football, whether it's football actual football, back. football. Football is back. But let's go but around not... training camp a little bit here, dude. Okay, so we have a lot that I feel like we're going to find out a lot this week and probably in the next. Obviously, when we get to the cut in, what, week four, week three and a half. Yeah, where, they where do it the at. last. It's like they didn't have, they but used to have segmented cut downs. Now you just go from 90-something to 53. We're going to see a lot, and... What I want people to realize is that all these IG, the Instagrams, the Facebook, all these YouTube cuts, these are most of the players going 70% because they have these huge helmets on. They're told they're not supposed to be hitting hard, and they're making these amazing amazing like cuts, amazing catches, amazing like turns. Okay, let's take a step back. You're not pushing an offensive lineman that far back. In a typical hundred percent man to man, when your right tackles on you as a center, no, like and let's let's is that the, from the Philly? You saw the Philly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's an offense, so, so it's an I offensive mean, lineman drill in which they are meant to hop back and kind of regret their grip and their stance. So it doesn't look good for an offensive lineman because you don't know what you're looking at. Which four yards back, almost. I didn't know what I was looking at until it got explained to me. So I don't want to act like I knew beforehand. Ten yeah. seconds before the show. 
But it's not that. It's meant that they are working on something. They're just drills. But that's what we're so – because people are so addicted to the NFL – they want to see every we little clip. We have to clip. see everything, which is why all, all the stuff back catches, in the day, bro. All these cool little things, it's not. All it's, the feet works, all the footwork stuff. Back the in the day, works. all the feet <laughs> works. All the footwork stuff that now, like you said, on all the Instagram and all, yep. the, all this stuff, that was stuff that players hated to do back in the day. Now mm-hmm. it's a part of their brand. Now it's a part of their content. Now it's a part of them showing off you showed, their skills. Yes. All season long we saw Derrick Henry yes. doing all these crazy things with chains and ball like the way that he's literally doing some balance stuff that we've never seen before. Yes, absolutely. So it is very incredible that they're able to do this. And it just goes to show that these guys are keeping themselves in shape year round to where training camp isn't that yes there's football shape, but training camp isn't as needed as far as getting back into shape as it used to be because these guys aren't coming off of a, a three-month bender of drinking beer and fishing and working on their land. And yeah, they're in the gym. That. They're yep. in the gym. These are beasts. And 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 honestly— And it's every position. I, it's every position now. Offensive linemen are working year-round. Defensive linemen look like running backs year-round. You've got freak athletes—and I mean that in a good way, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not being derogatory. Freak athletes at every single position. Punters are 6'5", 225 pounds. Oh, did like, you see what's his name make that sixty-five yard field goal? The, he's a safety. He's a safety. Jordan Reed, safety for the. So, uh, but then you also look at. Oh, I almost said Houston Texans, but he's with the Kansas City Chiefs now. Correct. Um, so you, but also look at these offensive defense. And he only took three steps. And they are huge, but they have to eat to keep up with how much they work out. So you look at, I mean, what is it? Um, uh, what's his name from the Pats back in the day? That is, is Vince Wolford. No, uh, uh, Bruski. Yeah, Teddy Bruski. He, how small is he now compared to what he? Used yeah, to yeah. Be? They're all they all lose it's, weight. A lot of those well, guys have to keep up a lot of weight on top of what they work out just to sure. stay that size. Nowadays, it's crazy. Same with Joe Thomas. You see him. Yeah, you, he was three hundred ten pounds, six foot seven. Now he's six foot seven, two twenty five. Oh yeah, I mean you look at even some of the corners and safeties like these guys. Well, some of those guys blow up though because they were only one hundred eighty five pounds when they're playing. Now they're two twenty five. Some of them. <laughs> I mean, they you, they were have been enjoying retirement. You look at I'm uh, talking about you, Jones Drew, even as a running back and uh, how big he was and what he's. Oh, uh, he's portly now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was he but, was pocket but, Hercules back then. Correct, but it, it's a lot on these guys' body. That's hundred percent. Well, to and how many three hundred pound eighty year olds do you see? 25. Not many. You know what I'm saying? So it is. It's it's a detriment to their health to, ha- to hold on to that weight. And yeah. for their joints and everything, it's got to. It's got to. It's got to weigh on you. So it's good to see that those guys, and again, they're able to do that now because we now know more about Police our bodies. Science. We now yeah. know more yeah. about that. Yeah. They can get people. They can get help to be able to help take care of their bodies as they move on versus, you know, before when they didn't have that, it was just pain pills and, you know, everything else you could take to, to mask it because you weren't healing it. They weren't fixing it. Speaking of healing. Okay. Talk about a little bit of spiritual healing. We had oh. Aaron Rodgers for the lat. Now he's able to keep okay. this under wraps because now this is a big conversation. I last don't couple think of days, it's under wraps. As no, much as- considering he done it the last two off seasons, and we're only talking about it now. But is it wrong? No, not at all. Okay. Well, the NFL already said it wasn't wrong, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know what we're talking about, the two-time reigning. I mean, we can go reigning. Def- you know, we can do the whole thing. Reigning, defending, undisputed. Go uh, the here? whole thing. Okay. Uh, back-to-back MVP. <laughs> Of the league, and he might go back to back to back. He might go three times because now he's got his pass had a third eye. This dude has gone and went and seen a shaman and did some ayahuasca, ayahuasca. or ayahuasca, however you want to say it. Ayahuasca. But essentially, it gave him a better perspective on life. 
Yeah, better awareness, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, well, he said it himself. After coming out of it, he had better awareness, better awareness, not just on the field, but for himself in his life. How he had to drop. He had said some things that, like, he said, you know, to not be indifferent. Because that's where he used to be. Remember? Killing with indifference. Right. And now he's like, to be being indifferent is just shutting yourself that's off why, from that. That's why he's so calm about uh, Devontae Adams leaving. Right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, it's all good, bro. We're good. We'll be all right. And they will be all right. He's making these seventh rounders look like studs. But yeah, so I think it, it, was, it was one year before his, uh, what, how many MVPs does he have? Four? So yeah, before his four. third MVP in 2020 uh, in Peru. Mm-hmm. Little ayahuasca retreat for, mm-hmm. for A-Rod. And it's served him well. It does seem like he's been calm. It does seem like he's got, because there was a lot of, you know, a couple of years ago, people said he was, like, not a good dude. He was terrible to his family. Him and his brother don't get along. There's all kinds of stories about him and his family and, and just kind of how he is. And, he you know, the media doesn't seem to have really liked him, except for the last little while. The mainstream media hasn't. Colin Cowherd had a great bit about uh, how Aaron Rodgers, all he wanted to do is go, go smoke some dope. I just right. wanted to be – it was very funny. Right. How, so, yeah, well, what's the issue with this then? It's basically trying to see if it violates the drug policy. And it doesn't. Right? The NFL's right. already said it doesn't. I so think it's just – well, here's here's what it is, is the people that we watch on ESPN and Fox and FS1 and all of those things, they're all from a generation that that sounds like – sounds like drugs. Sounds like no, he's – that's what that sounds like to them. But with the younger audience that's more open to spiritual well-being, mental health – uh, things of that nature, they're more open to understanding that stuff. So, and okay, I, okay. Go ahead. No, so, go no, ahead. no. You said it, and I'll let you finish. Thank you. And real quick, uh, Darius Butler from the uh, All Things DB podcast. Shout out D Butt. He said that that's not just like a. Uh, they say they said is that like like just a white thing? He's like no no no. That's not just a white no. thing. It's not necessarily a black thing either, as he put it. But it's not. It's not just like a a, a rich white guy's uh, choice to it's a spiritual for spiritual thing. It's a yeah. spiritual thing. Yeah. So it's just if you're willing to go to those measures because that's very um, – it's an aggressive way to go about and it. It's, it's the off season, right? Like I don't want Michael Jordan taking shrooms before a game, but like – you know what True I mean? Enough. Like, so, okay. you know, No, we just want him drinking and getting <laughs> hung over and then having a flu game. Right, but we're also talking about a drug that has been around for supposedly thousands of years. Since this the beginning is something of time. That, that South American, like and especially in Brazil, they do this as a – you have to be in a good spot to be able to come to – it's almost like it, it's coming of a man, right? You you come to a thought or something that you're really trying to think through, and you have to be in a good headspace. So obviously he was he was dealing with something with the NFL because now he's saying he's more comfortable as being a QB in the NFL. He needed something, and he found this, it seems like, that was a good thing for him. So can I change my As, MVP pick? <laughs> I mean, no, I, why, back saying, to back to I back. I want people to realize that this is something that is, it's a spiritual journey, literally. Like, it's almost like a Native American thing to where you think about, like, you're going to go on a journey and you're going to be lost. Like, there's a lot of different drugs, like shrooms and different things that people talk about. This is something that actually a lot of people do to find themselves. Yeah, that journey ended he with found $150 million to contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And $50 million per year. So, I'm I'm... Like, maybe it's not such a bad thing. I'm not mad at it. Look, they they had a big problem when the guys in the NFL started doing yoga and guys in the 80s that were defensive linemen were taking ballet. Right. I mean, what what are we talking about? Right. Oh, stretching, pliability. That's why Tom Brady's able to play. Tom Brady's 45 in the league mm-hmm. playing at a high level for two reasons, pliability and his, and, his, and his wife is a Dating witch. Dating a witch. Or that, married he's to not a witch. Dating. Sorry, excuse me, married. All right. I apologize, So, Tom Brady. real quick. 
Let's go around the league before this gets away from us here. The Raiders, <laughs> because we are the flagship, flagship station for the Raiders okay. here in Phoenix. We have a lot of Raiders Nation out here. We I do. believe that. Um, they don't want to trade Josh Jacobs. Not going to happen. Don't know why they, people think that they would, only because it seemed like well, maybe they're shopping him. They're playing him. Look, Josh McDaniels, mad he, Josh McDaniels wanted to make sure that they won in his hometown and that he broke records in that stadium. That's where he played. That stadium's where he played high school football. Mm-hmm. He's from there. He was going to make sure they won. He wanted to get his guy some a good look with the offensive line. I don't have a problem with it, but that was the, that was the push as well. Are they looking to trade him? Speaking of it, like we said, the Cleveland Browns. Kareem Hunt says, trade me. Bro, you're making $7 million it's a year. Statement. That's not bad for being it's a backup not. running back. You're not getting traded. It's a PR move just like it is with Hunt. Like, it's not going to happen. You have a stacked team. He wants to be there. He's going to be the number one running back. Like, let's not joke around. You have a really, really good chance of working this out. It's just because he didn't. he doesn't have the money now. He wants to make a statement, so hopefully he does get a contract earlier than by the end of the season. Who knows if that's going to happen? Man, suck it up. Work for this team. And I think it'll be fine. He's a stud. When that fine. AFC West. Which that won't. I don't think that'll happen. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. Well, but you're, you're, you're dark horse. If, if, yeah, and that's how he would so have to So dark horse for MVP is Derek Carr for, for yeah, James. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, real quick, we'll get to the Vikings. So new head coach, Kevin O'Connell. He's been lining up Justin Jefferson everywhere, bro. I don't know if you've been paying attention, Pat. Uh, Justin Jefferson's him, been saying They've been lining things. him up everywhere. Basically, they're plugging him in where he plugged Cooper Cup in last year with the Rams. Right, yep. That's dangerous. Yeah, that's dangerous. That's why, like, in fantasy, he's climbing up all the that's lists. That's dangerous, the Rams. Yeah. The Raiders. I said Rams. Oh, I think you said Raiders. No, no, no. I said Rams. You, you certainly, that's a, dangerous. He's doing Debo stuff. And then Thielen looked really, really yeah. sharp. Yeah, he's healthy. He's healthy. And yeah. they love him in the red zone. So, Well, it's, the Vikings haven't had an offensive-minded coach in, in a long time. And hope, hope Dalvin Cook can stay healthy. Bro, you guys, like you just said, Zimmer not being an offensive guy, them losing Stefanski, the – this is their first time. They're going to be in a fun, explosive There's offense. There's a lot. This, I mean, it's it's yeah. I it sucks we're in the same division as Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. But but guess what? He will eventually retire, and your Vikings will still be in that division. So there is hope. You look at the top 10, 15 of the NFC. It is stacked. Yeah. Same Justin thing with Jefferson, the AFC. Yeah. We'll go through the AFC, quarterbacks. Oh my like goodness! Five, six, maybe stacked. I'm telling you, NFC is way more stacked. First off, that was a ridiculous statement. This is KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix. We will see you guys on the other side. James out West, Ryan Rooks, Pat the Stat Guy, Aaron. We'll talk about the Steelers, brother. Welcome back to James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thanks as always, CJ for bringing us back. It is now evening in the desert. It is dark outside. Before we got back, before the break happened, we were rushed so, because you said something ridiculous. You're you telling me that the NFC's got 10 teams, but the AFC only has five? No, I was saying the, the AFC, AFC has, has like, like 10 quarterbacks that are... Okay, so let's okay let's, let's go through this really, really quick. Sure. So, okay, so AFC East, Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Okay, one. Okay. All right, so AFC North. Bengals, two. Ravens, Ravens, I'll give you. Okay, so let's say three. Tennessee Titans, I don't know. Colts, I will absolutely give you. Okay, four. 
So this is teams that can compete for a Super Bowl? Is and that... every team in the AFC Let's West, so now that... we're at eight. Okay, and where's your 10? Where's the 10 you're coming up with? In the NFC? Yeah. Okay, so all of the NFC West besides the Seahawks. So three. Okay, so then we're looking at Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. New Orleans. No. You're not putting New Orleans in there. No, tell me what's no. happened with Alvin Kamara. Uh, it's still okay, Jameis okay. Winston. Then I'll, then, I'll, then I'll drop that. Okay, so we were just talking about the Minnesota Vikings, the Green okay. Bay Packers, well, I, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are going to be a stud team. You, you're going to count. Maybe the Eagles, maybe, but I'm, you're you're putting the Eagles above your, what the AFC Cowboys, teams, the Giants, no, and the Washington Commanders. Yes, I am. No, I'm saying you're putting them above some other AFC team. The Philadelphia Eagles. You're putting not above all, those. Not okay. all. I'm saying we're at six. We're at six. Continue. Who else you got? Okay. Who else you got? I still think they Come on, Cletus. Okay, so then I'll say the Cowboys have a chance. The Giants actually, if they can get their stuff Stop together. Stop it. You're not, Daniel you're Jones. Oh God, yeah. so, okay. Let's see what happens. You're out of your mind. Boy, you are really just making You're trying I to make content. I think the NFC is going to be a stronger. Yes, they're strong. Okay. But you can't say that it's. stronger than the AFC. There are certain divisions in the AFC that are way stronger if you look at that. Yeah, based on what you just said, you're right. There are certain divisions in the AFC that are way stronger. Yes, you were correct. Oh, my gosh. Look, the the NFC least is the same as the AFC South. We don't know. So they both kind of stink. But in all honesty, there's probably like, what, 10 teams that can compete for a Super Bowl? I, there's six. In each that can division, legit win no legit in, in each conference? there's only six, there's probably six teams that can legit that can legit win the win the Super Bowl this year. Okay, so maybe eight, but six. So we're saying the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Okay. You didn't name Kansas City. Oh, we named all four of them. Yeah, but Kansas City. Okay. Is, is the Cincy, Chargers. Is Cincy in there? I have a hard time showing them repeating. I'm going to say no. They were okay. in the Super Bowl last year. I feel like you can consider them. I don't think they can. The okay. likelihood of Let's them repeating to go to the Super Bowl. Six. Okay, so Buffalo, Kansas City, mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Okay. Okay. Indy? Mm-hmm. Are we throwing Indy in the mix? No. Okay, so we're taking Indy out, but we have to keep in, I would say, the Chargers. Yes, sir. The Broncos. See, I'm going to disagree with the Broncos part. Okay, and then, but I would absolutely put the Raiders in. So Agreed. let's say those five. Agreed. You didn't okay. mention Tampa Bay. So, like, let's, yeah. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's but NFC. NFC. Okay. So, okay, so now if we're going to the NFC, you give me your NFC. Green right. Bay, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. I hate saying that. I love it. Um, the Rams. The Rams. Are you giving That's... anybody from the NFC East? Are you giving Philly? No. Jeff? No, because they have to go through those teams so I just named. So those four. So we named nine teams right there. Yeah, that's it. So there's nine. My mistake. Instead so of six, under there's 10. nine. In the yep. entire NFL. Okay, well, and hey. that's And that's me giving you guys the Bengals, which historically speaking, it's so hard to go back-to-back, and that's it's the Bengals. It's Ohio because you're – No, no, no. I'm just saying, really? Yes. So, so the Bengals yes. have been good for the last 25 years? <laughs> As Cleveland, but you're excited about them. No, no I'm not. I have changed my tune with everything that's going on with this team. I'm very not excited about this season. After watch this show week two and let's see how his tone has changed. Bro, it changes quarter by quarter. <laughs> yes, they can have I a know. good half, and I'm like, we're back, baby. <laughs> I get it. I'm an uh, it, a. That's why we're diehard NFL fans. We love our teams, and this is why we talk about it. Well, let's continue around the league. Real okay, quick. yeah. One yes, of please. those teams that you didn't even name the Ravens. You just they're no, that I big n- of initially a, did. Yes. Yeah, but to be to win the Super Bowl. No, I don't think they're in. No, 
Okay. I mean, and if Dobbins is the comeback he player, he just of the got year, he just got uh, brought off the pup. He's now active, right. which if, he's my if, keeper in two leagues. I, oh, man, I drafted him last year, and of course, what was it like? Not did, no, 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 no. You pers- dra- if you drafted him last year, you drafted it knowing he was already hurt because that's what happened in in the other league that I'm in, which was the day before. Oh, in my other league, I, just auto, to keep. I got auto-drafted him because I took too long, and it took <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, my God. Yes. But, yes, he if he's a stud, the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens do what the Ravens do. but I don't, They'll win 11, I don't, 12 I don't, games. They'll win 11-12 games. not Super Bowl. L- Lamar hot in the playoffs, though. Like, he can carry 100% it, it could happen. Yeah. Oh, now, if, he, if he wins the Super Bowl, what he's going to get paid on top the of Ravens what he's already going to get paid, gave their best player a four-year extension. Tucker, yeah, absolutely. What was it? Three-year, four-year, twenty-four, twenty-four million, seventeen point five guaranteed for a kicker. Yeah, he's through till twenty twenty-seven. Hey, he's consistent. I'm surprised they gave him that long. Why? Kickers can point, kick until they kick. Look at Adam Vinatieri, the goat. Look at what the greatest of all time has done. He played till he was like forty-four. Kicked till he was 44, 43. Yeah, what, Jason? Got three uh, Super Bowls. What's his name for Detroit? Freaking kicked until he was almost 40 Jason Elam? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bunch of them that kicked for a long time. If things keep their leg healthy, their knee, their hip, all I those understand. good things. The guy's a, he is a legitimate, also another athletic freak. <laughs> Seriously, really he's an athletic for, freak. Yeah. I mean, you and you look at the kickers like just to make money. I mean, these guys get paid so much money, but if, if, to be a kicker, to they make score that, points. I mean, it's part of the game. They score yeah. more points than most. He's a actual... legitimate offensive weapon, oh. like Janikowski was at, at, for about a three-year period, where he was an absolute. I'll tell you what, man. I went, to, I went to that Vikings Cardinals game last year where we lost because of our kicker. I mean, it's it's important, and I it's say very we important. lost as a Vikings He's fan. Like yeah, almost Cardinals a, fans probably guaranteed yeah, one, like seven to nine points a game. Yeah, or more. Right. They've won. They've solely won games because he's made three, four, and five field goals in a the game. They and doesn't miss <laughs> extra points. Very rare does he miss anything ever. And it's in Baltimore. Come yeah, on, people. It's, yeah, it's on the like you're. On, I mean, he's lucky. He's lucky that ball doesn't get stolen in midair. Correct. Being in Baltimore. Everything in Baltimore We've gets stolen. Seen some he, crazy that ball things. should be stolen in midair. Doesn't even make it do. What happened? Oh, man, some crackhead just ran by with the ball. Nope. Yeah. We're not on the wire. He's actually making these through. <laughs> yes. the, going straight up through. Omar's the coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh Omar came uh, and stole that ball. The whistle. Uh, the whistle's happening. Uh, and it real, real quick, the Chiefs. You know, we're not really talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and what they've done in the because, offseason. Because they lost Tyree Kill, the Chief yeah. of the Speedster, but... They added now, of course, I can't stand him, but as a football player, if they can get him right in Juju. Kansas City, Juju, and then what they're doing with Miko Hardman is basically what they did with Tyree Kill so far. If they're able to put him there and he's able to give you eighty percent of what the Cheetah gave, Miko Hardman's a top fifteen receiver in the league, yeah. I want to bet and I've been looking for this all over the place. I will put a hundred dollars right now that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the first player in the NFL to throw behind the back pass this year. Oh, in a game? Yep. The I way mean, he's been I don't know if you've seen this. They all practice. I've but, seen Dave, I've seen Carr throw one 50 yards behind his back. Let's correct, snap it a wrist. But in a game it's going to happen. No, it won't. Yes it will. I, okay. Well Maybe then do you want to be the person that bets me? 100 bucks that he's going to throw a behind the back pass forward. Are you talking behind the, just anything behind the back, or he's actually throwing it downfield? Not like no, no. Oh, I'm throwing to the running back over here. That's well, you're, lateral to you're me. about five feet in front of or next to me. Mm-hmm. You're my running back. I'm 
right behind my back because I'm fooling. But the linebacker still, like, coming in from man, the I can, side. I don't. I, I think I, Tyreek. I see him doing that. You don't think Tyreek's a big loss? I can kind of see him doing that. Okay, so uh, I'm I don't want to put I want to find it though. I, I, I want to find it. So if anybody knows about it, please let us know because I am. I'm telling oh, I don't you, think there's, there's, this year is going to be the first year. There's going to be the behind the back pass by Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I, I, I could see it. I could see it. I mean, odds are probably Andy not. Reads. But yeah. Oh, hey, and real quick, because we only have a few more minutes left. But the odds, that's the best thing. Is the, that Omaha is the Productions. Now, we've all watched the Manning cast. We really enjoyed okay. the Manning cast, yep. right, on ESPN. It's basically they've taken over ESPN2. ESPN2 is now Omaha Productions, essentially, because they've given Kyle Brand his own show. It's going to be on there. <laughs> Eli Manning's got his own show on there. Peyton's got his own show on there. So this season, he's partnered with Pat McAfee and their crew to do six college game simulcasts on ESPN2, ESPN+, Plus, ESPN News, right? Uh essentially allowing them to do what the Manning cast does, but with Pat and his crew. They're going to have six primetime college games. It's all ran through Omaha Productions, so it has nothing to do with ESPN, except for they're just the ones and that are And they're getting a new building, it. I believe. Oh, it's incredible. So how cool is that? But real quick, Peyton Manning was <laughs> he was coaching for his son Marshall's uh, football team, his fly football team. He was the OC. And because of COVID, he used the equipment guys' names as extra kids on the team. So if one of the kids maybe had COVID, he was going to use an equipment guy's name because nobody knows kids. You don't have IDs. So he's just going to shuffle these kids around. He's like, I don't know if it's against the rules or not, but we won the championship. Too late. Can't take away the trophy. <laughs> Peyton Manning's a legend. I love it. He's, it it's, hey, you can't All take right. it away. Next week, dude, we'll be back in the studio. James football. out west. More football. We're starting to some games. fancy stuff. Dude, there's so many games this weekend. We gotta start opening up some doors. There's so many games this weekend. My wife's gonna hate me. You're watching. You're watching. You're listening to James Out West, KDUS 1060 AM, Phoenix. Dan Patrick, Rich Eisen, Ryan Rooks, Pat Stack guy. See ya. Come on back. One love.